Hey, Steve. Hey there, Dustin. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great, Dustin. I took the weekend off, by which I mean we just didn't book any weddings this weekend. (laughs) So it's been pretty relaxing. Today I went with my son to Taekwondo, got to learn how to punch and learn how to kick, and uh, that was pretty awesome. My wife actually was second shooting for somebody else today. So it's nice for her to work while I got to do nothing. And uh, tomorrow, Jen and I are floating down the canal in Indianapolis, drinking beers with uh, Yelp. I'm still envious of that. I'm sorry. We would have totally told you about it if we had known that you would leave Fort Wayne to do something cool. Oh, it would have been a perfect birthday present for my wife. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that your wife would love to drink right now. (laughs) Or is this still going to be private information by the time this goes live? She would have liked to float with Jen, probably. Good point. Good point. But yeah, we had a we had a good wedding yesterday. We shot a Pacific Islander wedding, I guess you would call it. That was sort of the vibe and the theme because the groom is uh, from some he's Samoan. And uh, which is an island west of Hawaii. Very and, cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you can picture Moana, uh, the movie Disney movie, it was pretty much like that in a wedding, but in Indiana. So, it was, so uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was there. Yeah, and he had I've, twos that danced tattoos. Yes, yes, dancing I, tattoos. I will post the photos in the Facebook group and you can you can see Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Did he lift his eyebrow and ask you if you could smell what the rock was cooking? Um no because this was the character from Moana. Oh man. Sorry. I feel like they really missed out on putting that line into Moana somewhere. Couldn't they just call his character the rock? Uh I think he lifts a bunch of rocks. Yes, I believe that is correct. Maui does lift a bunch of rocks. Maui, that's the name. Obviously, you've watched the movie more than I have. Once? I'm disappointed in you, Stephen. Because you've watched it more, or because once is too many times? Uh, well, my daughter is obsessed with that movie, um, so we've watched it. And I think my wife is obsessed with that movie, so it's pretty constant on our TV. My daughter is obsessed with zero movies and zero TV shows. She is obsessed with YouTube, uh, this little channel called Little Baby Bums, and it <laughs> is just nursery rhymes. That's all it is. It is so annoying. And if you turn it on and she is around, she just turns into a zombie. It's depressing. We really have to like limit the amount of times we can leave her in a room alone with an iPhone or an iPad or a television remote because like we without meaning to have somehow gotten her to a point where she's like trained up and knows how to use that stuff without any direction from us. Like there was never like a time where I sat down and was like, here you go, my little one-year-old daughter. I'm going to teach you how to be, I don't want to say lazy, but lazy and sit (laughs) on the couch and watch YouTube videos all day. Oh my goodness, YouTube Kids Steve. app, it's killing me. What are you drinking tonight? 
What am I drinking? Yeah. I'm glad you asked me, Dustin. Tonight I'm drinking. Tonight, tonight I'm going to fumble with opening this can. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, that clipped. Oh, man. Not going to be able to use that sound. I'll have to record that in post and insert it (laughs) so I can have another beer. Drinking a Daredevil liftoff tonight. Nice. Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast brought to you by Daredevil, a great Indiana beer for a great Indiana man like Steve Van Elk. Yeah, I've got this probably expired beer that you're going to make fun of me for drinking. Um, I'm pretty sure I've tried to force one of these down your throat at one point. But one of my favorite beers is the Great Lakes Christmas Ale from Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, I buy it in bulk when it comes out around Christmas time. And drink it pretty much all year round. There's nothing wrong with that. And you have force-fed me one of those before. It was actually the first time you and I ever hung out, like, together, alone, without, like, our wives or other people around. I was supposed to go do a shoot in downtown Indy with some company, and then the day of the shoot came around, and they never contacted me or got back with me. And then I called them, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And they gave me some excuse, and I basically said I'm not going to work for them on the phone and then I went over to your place and hung out and drank beer. There you go. Because I mean it's super unprofessional like four hours after a shoot starts that you hired somebody to work at to just be like oh yeah and uh, even though you're supposed to start today we never got in contact with you about where the shoot is. I don't know that was such a weird weird job. It's okay you can admit that you were almost tempted to do porn. (laughs) That's right Dustin. Because what the ladies really want to see is an overweight, pale, pale, pale man. Yep. Or the men want to see? I don't know. Who watches <laughs> porn? <laughs> oh, it's got this whole new local flair that people are going for. Um, Local flair? Please, Dustin, tell me more about <laughs> pornography. <laughs> oh, your beer sounds good, Steve. I think we can use that audio. And just cut everything else. <laughs> so you're drinking a Great Lakes Christmas uh, beer. Do you have any uh, cinnamon and sugar around the rim of that bad boy? Not tonight. Not tonight. I'm just going straight up with it. Straight. How you living, man? How you living? Um, I do have a question, though, since you're more of a beer connoisseur than me. It says, for freshest taste, please enjoy by February 2017. That means you should have drank it by February 2017. Oh, but it's still so good. It's probably fine to drink if you're not feeling sick and throwing up. But uh, it probably doesn't taste as good as it would have tasted if you drank it earlier. Well, it's been in the fridge since Christmas. Does it taste like it's skunked at all? No, surprisingly. I think you're good then. What's your What's uh, your policy on drinking at weddings? I mean, we kind of discussed this a little bit in a previous episode, but the policy Jen and I have set is that we do not drink. Um, And that's not a hard and fast rule. Um, We've made a few exceptions. There is a wedding we shot where the bride and groom had made their own wine, and it was very important to them that we try the wine. So we did. There's another wedding we shot where the groom's best friend brewed a ton of beer for the wedding, and so we tried some of the beer. Um, basically, the alcohol has to be to the point where it's like if we didn't drink it, we would be like 
considered like super rude for us to even consider drinking it. And even then it takes a little bit of persuasion. Like it was like all day of both those weddings of them being like, you have to try the wine. You have to try the beer before we finally caved. Right. Um, Cause we've just read too many stories about like photographers getting bad reviews or being sued because people thought they were drunk. And we just don't want to take any chances with that with our business because our business is important to us. So yeah, absolutely. We just have a, a rule, no drinking at all. And when we hire second shooters and third shooters, rule applies to them too. Sure. I feel like too, going hand in hand with that is um, because we don't drink at weddings either. Um, except for, like you said, the occasion where there's something special or, you know, that the bride and groom want us to try. But what about that free intern you brought with you? <laughs> we do let uh, our video guys from time to time have a cocktail or a drink at the end of the reception um, because they work their asses off for us. And a lot of times they're not needed for the last hour. So we'll let them have a drink, but you know, I shot video with you and you didn't let me have a drink. Sorry, Steve. I would have said no. It's okay. I draw the line with you. <laughs> um, one thing though, I've noticed from just talking to people is most of the time the bride and groom and even the bridal party don't really care whether you drink or not, um, depending on the couple. But I feel like the guess the ones that are like watching you when you don't realize you're being watched. That sounded really creepy. Do you always feel like somebody's watching you? Well, absolutely. I mean, there's always... Got no privacy. There's always people kind of checking out what you're doing. And I know I've talked to some older people. Um, and by older, I just mean, you know, maybe 20 years older than we are, who might be a little more conservative. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, this wedding I was at last weekend, you'll never believe this. I saw the photographer go up to the bar and he got he got like a scotch and he was drinking while he was working. And so it's not that I'm trying to like avoid that conversation from the bride and groom. It's that now that person will probably have poor taste in their mouth when it comes to recommending that photographer or anything to do with that photographer because of that simple interaction, even though I think it's harmless for a photographer to have a drink at a wedding, especially because we're there for, you know, 12, 14 hours. But because because of that point alone is why we don't drink at weddings. Well, I mean, when you own the business, you got to take special precautions that, you know, a second shooter or a third shooter or an associate photographer doesn't necessarily have to take because they're not worried about whether or not the business tanks. Right. Absolutely. Um, to roll off of drinking alcohol at a wedding, I know I had this in the notes earlier and I moved it away, but do you drink caffeine during the wedding day? I think it depends on the day. Um, like I was getting, at yesterday's wedding, I had a, a terrible migraine. And so I definitely got a can of Coke from the bar and drank that trying to see if that would help. It did not. But Man, that sucks. Yeah, I uh, I think it was just because it was an outdoor ceremony, and I think the humidity and the heat got to me a little bit, but the wedding planner was able to hook me up with some Tylenol. I was good to go after about 45 minutes, but... Like baby Tylenol or real Tylenol? Real Tylenol. The hard, the hard stuff. So it didn't come 
it didn't come in like a little tube with like a little syringe and you have to like pull out like 1.85 milliliters, stick it in your mouth. And like, maybe you look at your wife and you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> and then like, she tries to force it and you like turn your head, she pushes the syringe and like you get Tylenol all over the side of your face. I think that's, that's more of a Jen and Steve thing. Oh, okay. I mean, I just wanted to check. I mean, I model all my behavior after, you know, what my son does. So Gotcha. Now, uh, I was taking typical pills, Steve. Oh, you're a pill popper. Pill popper. So you do, uh, like, yellow jackets at the wedding? People call me double freak. Double P. P squared. No, I think we have this established. People call you either Dirty Dustin or DJ (laughs) D-Mac Attack. P squared. You can try to make that happen. It's not going to happen, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Steve. I think one thing... uh, you wanted to make fun of me for it, and so we could talk about tonight was uh, a little bit about things we get or don't get, in my case, from Kickstarter. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go into that, I want to hit the caffeine thing up. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'll have, I'll have a, uh, I'll drink water. We both, my wife and I will drink nothing but water all day. And then at dinner, we will allow ourselves to have, you know, one caffeinated beverage uh, less for the caffeine, more for the sugar. Do you drink uh, caffeine before the wedding? Like on the way there, like coffee or anything? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll grab a coffee in the morning. Um, do you drink caffeine? Here, here's where I'm going to get picky. Do you drink caffeine when you shoot video or when you shoot photo? Or is it same for both? Same for both, I would say. I oh, Dustin, you're doing it wrong. Always try and hit up Starbucks before any wedding. That's kind of my... Brynn and I's little pre-wedding treat. Okay, so drinking caffeine uh, makes your hand shake. Mm-hmm. So I never drink caffeine if I'm shooting video. Um, I only ever drink caffeine if I'm doing photos because they're if my hands shake, it doesn't really matter because I'm not shooting. Most of the time I'm shooting at like 125 frames per second or faster. Oh, wow. I used a video term. <laughs> for photos i'm shooting at a shutter speed of like 125 or faster when i'm doing photos so it doesn't matter if my hand's shaking at all but sure. with video if my hand's shaking you can tell in the video so i try to uh if i'm shooting video to just go clean all day long mm, interesting see we use these things called tripods and monopods and i know you use my monopod sometimes fancy gimbals i don't know maybe caffeine doesn't affect my outer limp ligaments like uh like you uh i mean caffeine affects all human beings and you are last time i checked a human being oh steve if i was human there would be no way i could shoot 50 to 60 weddings a year and still maintain my sanity (sighs) are you sane (laughs) no i'm not all right i just wanted to clarify that because i feel like i've thought you're crazy ever since i met you but so what do you what do you drink before a wedding when you you can't have caffeine to give you that little get you up and go? I don't need anything to get up and go. Let me walk you through a typical day in Steve Van life. I wake up super early in the morning to get my son on the bus and ready for school, and then I drink three cups of coffee right away. But wouldn't you shake from the <laughs> lack of caffeine? <laughs> no. Uh, I actually, all summer long, I didn't drink any caffeine at all. Um, except for like the occasional soda here or there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't need caffeine to get started or get going. I like caffeine 
for like the extra pep it gives you, but I don't need it. Like if I just take a shower in the morning, I'm good to go all day. I I typically am too, but with the wedding like we did with you, that was, you know, two hour drive. Did you drink caffeine on the way home? No. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. That's how I got home. Yeah. So I, I drank like a Mountain Dew Kickstart and also some coffee on the way home because I was so tired. And uh, I don't know if you know this about me, Dustin, but like ever since I was a kid, I get these like horrible uh, waking night terrors. Oh, that's right. W- waking nightmares. And um, one thing that can trigger those is drinking caffeine. So when Jen and I shoot weddings that go really late at night, like really late at night is any time past 11 because I'm an old man now. <laughs> and if I'm driving back, I'm going to need caffeine to like, because I want to be alert and awake behind the wheel, or at least more alert and awake than I would be if I felt like I was about to fall asleep. And then I will wake up in the middle of the night and just see crazy, crazy ass stuff. Like the last thing I saw, it looked like there was a ghost hovering over my bed. And it was like, it was like a Halloween ghost, like a man with a blanket over his head and the eyes cut out, you know, but you can't see his eyes. It's just like two black triangles. And uh, when I was a kid, I would see stuff like this and I was like paralyzed by fear. So I thought I suffered from sleep paralysis. But now as an adult, like I saw that weird ghost thing. And my first thing that I did was I grabbed a pillow and I threw it through the ghost um, because I don't like laying there in fear anymore. Um and when I found out it was a scientific thing, like, oh, lots of people experience this. It was like whatever it was that caused me to like be paralyzed when I'd wake up and like see something creepy like that, just completely and totally right. disappeared. And I was like, oh, I live in the real world now. That's not a crazy uh, ghost witch demon or something. That's my eyes and my brain playing a trick on me. So now I just, you know, wake up and start punching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't start punching. I I could hurt somebody like my wife, my kids, but uh yeah. Yeah, I got to be careful with caffeine anytime late at night. So, typically on the ride home if I have to drink caffeine, I sleep in a different room from my wife just just to make sure there's uh nothing there. I've never actually like been violent. The worst I've ever done is throwing that pillow. That's the first like thing I've ever done. But you can imagine how funny it'd be if that was my wife standing there and she just got blasted with a pillow in the face. I can only imagine, Steve. So now that we're done talking about how Steve physically abuses his wife, jeez. Well, I'm not running for political office anymore. Okay, there's always next year. Next year is when they'll have this recording to play back into political ads <laughs> against me. I'd still vote for you, Steve. I'm Stephen Van Elk, and I endorse this message. <laughs> You got to do the V fingers, right? For victory, not for peace. Victory. I would like to, if I ever run for office, model everything I do off of Richard Nixon. He's a true American hero, right? That's what everyone does. Okay, Uh, I'll stop being sarcastic about political stuff. We can move on from here. I know you don't like me getting political. So (laughs) let's talk Kickstarter yes and no's. Have you backed anything on there? I've never backed anything on Kickstarter, Dustin. Have you ever backed anything on Kickstarter? Um, yeah, I have backed quite a bit on Kickstarter. Uh, it started with my epic failure and still my biggest regret, which was the coolest cooler back in 2014. And, uh, for those of you who don't know what this cooler is, it's a waste of money. 
<laughs> it was a waste of money before it didn't ship to you. Let's stick with just talking about the coolest cooler tonight. We can talk about your other crazy Kickstarter things that you've wasted money on in the future. Okay. Even though this cooler has no bearing on wedding photography whatsoever. Uh, whoa. You don't bring a cooler to every wedding you shoot? No, that's a Jen and Steve thing. Um, yeah, I always bring a cooler with me to every wedding I shoot. The cooler um, is typically one that can play music. It's got like a speaker built into it. It's also got like a blender built into it. So, you know, I can just uh, make some margaritas for the bride real quick. You're such a good photographer, Steve. Yeah, you know, I just like, I like to take care of people. I keep them cooler stocked with some champagne, some tequila, some limes, some margarita mix that I made at home. <laughs> So uh, Steve essentially just described what the coolest cooler could do for you with a built-in blender, MP3, Bluetooth music thing. What? You mean that product exists in the real world and you could go out and kickstart it or buy it from Kickstarter? How does Kickstarter work? The idea of it exists. <laughs> so Kickstarter is where... I have a lot of ideas that exist, Dustin. I would love to, when we're done with this, I, I got some ideas to sell you. If you're into the idea buying game. I'll give you Alfred's number. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> two inside, Dustin. Two inside. Um, so Kickstarter, for those of you who aren't familiar, is a crowdsourcing platform where you can pitch an idea. Um, I think you have to have it sort of somewhat prototyped or... A, some sort of sense of it could actually happen. You submit the idea to Kickstarter. If they accept it, they will throw it out there to the masses and Bored. help you promote it. Bored. Well, Coolest Cooler is a uh, oh, was one of the highest funded coolers in uh, or highest funded Kickstarter projects like ever. It raised. Let me look here. Raised a shit ton of money. Can we get back to this idea you had where you introduced me to Alfred Pennyworth, I assume, <laughs> and uh, I pitch things to him, and then I can only assume he takes those things and presents them to either Bruce Wayne or Batman, whichever one he's talking to at the time, and then Wayne Enterprises finances everything I do for the rest of my life, right? I think, I think that's that's next week's topic. Do you think... Bruce Wayne slash Batman would be interested in children's tears. Got a great way to produce a lot of children's tears. Have you haven't you ever seen the movie The Shed? Oh, is, or The Shack? Wait, what? I think it's called The Shack. The Shack? Yeah, Dustin, I don't I don't watch horror movies. I have waking night tears. Come on, <laughs> this isn't a you horror think I movie. need more of this crap in my life? Anyways, you should watch it. The person in the movie bottles human tears. Oh my gosh. Or maybe I'm mixing that up with another movie. So anyway, I had a great idea to produce human tears. What I was basically going to do was just scare people until they started to cry. I figured it'd work really great on children. Like, yeah, like, I mean, you just show up in a kid's room at night, possibly with a blanket over your head, right over their bed, and uh, just pretend to be a ghost. And as long as they don't throw a pillow at you, I think that uh, they just cry into a bottle, right? And you can harvest those tears. Yeah. I don't see I don't see why that wouldn't be a million-dollar idea. I mean, Bruce Wayne Batman better snatch it up. What can we use those children's tears for, you ask? Well, let me tell you. We can use them to prolong your life. That's right. 
children's tears are the key to immortality. That and cutting off the heads of other photographers in a Highlander-esque sort of situation. <laughs> Have you seen the episode yet of uh, Silicon Valley where the... Spoiler nope. alert. No. Nope. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You're not caught up. All right. I won't I'm bring it up then. Up. Are fans caught up? Um, excuse me, if you're the one fan out there, could you uh, write in real quick and let us know if you're caught <laughs> up on Silicon Valley? It's a great show. Dustin and I both love it. So, Stephen, back to the point at hand. Yeah, your Kickstarter thing. Did you ever look up how much money the uh, cooler has? Yeah, like $13 million. $13 million this guy raised. $13 million. To build the coolest cooler. And lots of dolls. And essentially, long story short, they had a lot of manufacturing problems. And they decided to make some upgrades along the way to make the product better, which then cost more. And uh, one third of the people who back this project will probably never get it. And Dustin, um, while we're on the subject of one third of the people will probably never get the product that they backed, um, could you tell me, have you got this coolest cooler yet? <laughs> that when you told me you invested in it, I told you it was the worst idea ever and you should never invest in that because why would any rational human being be like, you know what would go great with a cooler? A blender. Well, since my wife loves margaritas, I thought it would be a brilliant idea. And uh, being that one of the other perks of a Kickstarter project and how they kind of suck you in is typically you're backing the project for what, you know, maybe half or close to half the price of what the product will be when it comes to market. Um, but you are also, and I know a lot of people don't like to think about this, but you're also assuming the risk that the product may never come to market um, because it is, you know, potentially this person's first time ever trying to bring but something Dustin, this product it did come to market it did you can come to buy market. it right now on amazon <laughs> you're correct. just never gonna get it correct but <laughs> since i already paid for it through kickstarter my wife will not let me purchase it twice essentially was your wife ever gonna let you purchase this to begin with if you yeah. had told your wife hey honey i found this really cool cooler it like plays MP3s and stuff with Bluetooth from your phone, and also it has a built-in blender so you can make margaritas. Would your wife have been like, "Oh yeah, Dustin, buy that," or were you like, "So I invested in something on Kickstarter. Our money's already spent," and then you told her about it? Uh, probably the latter. Yeah, yeah, I assume but, so. But I do recall she was kind of excited about it. That was before she knew about Kickstarter. And then the more she talked to me about it, she's like, this will be great for all of the times we, what do we do outside again with a cooler? And I was like, valid point. Uh, hang out with Steve in exactly. the woods. Exactly. Back in 2014 when I bought this, I was like, I oh. bet I'm going to meet a guy named Steve. And I'm I'm gonna really need a cooler that can put out some tunes and blend some creamy beverages. I was just about to say, yeah, I don't think we'd met yet. And also, now I want to say, margaritas shouldn't be creamy. What are you making in that blender? Oh, you don't add a little hiracha to it? 
No. No, I don't. You're missing out. See, Dustin, I at home, I squeeze my own limes. I make my own margarita mix from scratch. And by I do this, I mean my wife does this if she wants a margarita. Uh, if I want a margarita, I go to the store and buy Jose Cuervo. Wedding Photo Hangover brought to you today by Jose Cuervo. We're going to get sued by Jose Cuervo, aren't we? Is that we're, even a margarita mix thing? We have so many sponsors. I don't. We're going to have to start doing episodes twice a week just to fit them all in here. Wedding Photo Hangover, not brought to you by the coolest cooler because it never <laughs> shipped to Dustin. <laughs> but if you'd like a sponsorship, please contact me and send me a fucking cooler. Dropping an F-bomb. Right. Glad I flagged this podcast is explicit now. <laughs> you can take that out later. I'll do my best. I mean, you know, last week I recorded everything and it came out like at... 1.25 times faster than it's supposed to, and I sounded like I'd been sucking down helium. So, what can you really expect when you're working with this guy? Pretty I'm much, I'm not an audio magician. Mm, definitely not. I'm a photo magician. Even though I've hired him to be such a thing before. <laughs> well, we were working with all new stuff with this. Uh, I know how to record audio in the field with my field recorder, my trusty Zoom H4n. Zoom, not a sponsor of this podcast. What the <laughs> hell, Zoom? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just uh, using these programs for podcasting. This is a whole new venture for us, a wild adventure. I like to imagine us out in a field somewhere, maybe riding horses, maybe with lassos, maybe lassoing those horses. Wait, are we lassoing the horses we're currently riding? Because that, that seems kind of dangerous. Speaking of lassoing, uh, one thing that Stephen and I are considering for those of you out there listening is uh, once a month we're thinking about doing an interview with another photographer. And uh, if you guys have anyone you would like Stephen and I to grab a post-wedding beer with and talk to them and find out you know, what their wedding ins and outs are, feel free to jump on facebook and drop us a line and let us know if you guys have any advice on uh, people you'd like to hear from nice segue dustin and nice way to drop a new portion of the podcast on me that we had not discussed before <laughs> recording this podcast <laughs> keeping it professional that's me what we like to do here at the wedding photo hangover and uh speaking of shooting steve what kind of cameras do you and jen use Wow, really hitting it up with the segue today. I completely and totally failed when I tried to segue into the Kickstarter thing, but you're nailing it right now. One of us like has to. Hammer, make... you're straight nailing it. I had my 10-year high school reunion today, so I have already partaken in a quite a few adult beverages. So, partook? Uh, yeah, partook. So, uh, it, that was a uh, question. It ups my uh, segue game because you have to have a lot of awkward conversations with people you haven't seen in 10 years. So you oh, have to yeah. find great ways to navigate the conversations. Segway, also not a sponsor at the wedding photo hangover. <laughs> uh, so you went to your 10-year high school reunion? Oh, yeah. I was kind of one of the ones who sort of planned it. Oh, because you were like, how could I find people who might someday get married 
who would possibly hire me to shoot their wedding. So you planned this whole thing just for that? Oh, yeah. There's already one couple that now lives in Arizona that's going to book us for their uh, wedding there next year. Nice. Yeah, we're pretty excited. Arizona's on my uh, bucket list for places to shoot a wedding. Oh, Arizona's on my bucket list for places in the United States to never visit again. I have a little bit more positive outlook on my world, though. I only saw the four corners part of Arizona, where you go and you put like a hand, another hand, and then a foot, and then another foot. (laughs) I'm just trying to picture you playing Twister in the desert. That's basically what the four corners is, Dustin. You can have one limb in each state at the same time. And I totally did it. Oh, man. And now you're so proud of yourself. I'm so proud of myself. I was movie 10 at the time, and my parents did not take a photo. (laughs) I'm going to say that never happened. Damn you, Dustin. Damn you. Because that's why you hire a professional photographer. Because without those photos, that wedding never happened. Wow. Wow. Getting real tonight. (laughs) That's right. Your memories don't exist. You're a crazy person. (laughs) Pretty much. I'm talking to you, the listener. Welcome to this journey with Dustin and Steve, where we talk about what it's like for you to live in a world completely created by your imagination. Because you didn't hire Dustin or Steve to capture every aspect of your life. Twilight Zone music. Twilight Zone music. You'll, you'll drop that in in post, right? No. <laughs> I'll leave in me saying Twilight Zone music into the microphone. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so I think we were going to, I think we were on the verge of talking about what we shoot with at weddings. Were we? I, think I thought I was on the verge on derailing the topic and not talking about it. I think uh, this is an area that you and I differ quite a bit. Oh, yeah, because I use uh, Canon, and you use that crappy company. What is it? Nikon? N- it, Nick Nikeon. The, the eye is hard. It's a Nikon. <laughs> really, Dustin? Can you say eye is hard again? <laughs> I was just looking for a way to work that one in for you, Steve. Hi, my name is Dustin McKibben. I is hard. <laughs> I is real hard. I've been hitting the gym, working out, drinking my uh, protein smoothie shakes, eating my hard-boiled eggs. I is real, real hard. <laughs> I has washboard abs. Uh, you're just describing me so well, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I... I do my best, Dustin. I only have so many words in my vocabulary, and I try to use them all. I appreciate it. Jen used to shoot Nikon, and I remember her yes. saying a little bit about why she shoot switched to Canon. Um, have you always been Canon, or were you just kind of like whatever Jen's shooting? That's what you, what you're doing. Um, well, I mean, I I technically started out shooting video, so I started out Sony. Um, When I started shooting, it was before HD. I lived in a land before time, young children. (laughs) My friend, uh, Ducky and Petrie, and Sarah the Triceratops, and I, Bigfoot, uh, we shot on Sony, on Betacams, 
is what they're called when we're shooting video. And um, you might be thinking to yourself, what did you shoot to on these beta cams? Well, we shot to beta tapes. That's right. Beta tapes. We didn't use VHS. These were the good old days, my friends. Quality days. So that's where I started with shooting uh, Sony. Um, in college, I shot on some Canon uh, X1s. If you remember those cameras, there was like uh, the first mini DV cameras that like I felt like looked good. Um, also shot on Sony PD-150s. I did not like those as much as the Canon X1s. Um, and then moved on from there to after Jen and I got married, shooting on, she had a Nikon D2000, D2, D800, D7000. I don't know what it was. Um, she, she had a film camera and I bought her a digital camera when we got engaged. Oh, correction. I bought her a digital camera for a birthday gift slash wedding gift. And Jen booked her first wedding and a week before the wedding, our house was broken into and all of our stuff was stolen. So what? yeah, yeah, it was a crazy time back in 1995. That's why you don't live in Muncie. That's the yeah. moral of that story right there. Yeah, Jed and I got married when I was 11, and I lived in Muncie. Um, yeah, it was, our house was broken into shortly after we got married, and all of our stuff was stolen, including our camera. And um, we shot the very first wedding we ever shot on Friends Gear. We borrowed everything. Um, Jen shot on a Nikon, oh man, I forget what it was. It was not a professional grade camera. It was like a prosumer camera or just a consumer camera with a few pro features. And um, I had to borrow my friend's Sony camera. It was a mini HDV camera. So I was shooting HD. What's Ooh. up? And uh, I also borrowed my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law is a tremendous videographer. And um, I borrowed his Panasonic. I don't even remember what it's called. But I was shooting video. She was shooting photo. And after that, we talked. And everybody that we knew shot on Canon. And Canon also, at the time, had the Canon 7D, which captured um, video at 1080p. They also had the 5D Mark II, which captured video at 1080p. Um, so I talked my wife into buying Canon as opposed to buying Nikon again, which is what she wanted to buy because she was more comfortable with it because the highest uh, resolution for a Nikon camera at the time was 720p. I love that you're just letting me get away with pronouncing it wrong now. <laughs> I feel I feel like the viewers will explain to you on our Facebook page how to pronounce it later. Nissan, right? N Nissan. So Jen wanted to stick with Nissan. I told her no because I wanted 1080p. Um, so we switched over to Canon and we never looked back because until we met Dustin, everyone we knew who shot anything photography wise um, shot on Canon. And only recently have a lot of my friends switched over to shooting with Sony cameras because uh, I have a lot of friends who shoot video, whereas my wife, all of her friends shoot photo. And so they're kind of like, we don't want to move over to Sony or Nikon or whatever. Um, but for video, people are just like moving in droves to uh, Sony and Panasonic and other things. Because, you know, 4K, uh, well, basically just 4K, right, Dustin? 
when it comes down to video. Yeah. Let's save video for another episode. We can just do a deep dive into video. Oh, we're going to get so deep in that video. <laughs> so, yeah, we shoot... And the video's going to love it. We shoot Nikon, opposed to... I can't even mispronounce Canon because it's so basic. Dustin, um, it's it's actually pronounced Nikon. I don't know if you knew that. This is really weird that you don't know how to pronounce the name of the uh, camera that you use. Anyways, if you want, you can just... Uh, we're going to post this podcast in a format where you can actually mute Steve's audio and just listen to the sweet sounds of me. Um, Dirty Dustin, DJ DMAC Attack. <laughs> Coming at you hot. You have to remember, Steve's wife was shooting a wedding all day today, and so he's been alone. So this is the first, uh, you know, contact he's had with the outside world. Dustin, I just want you to hold me. <laughs> see, see what I'm, see what I'm working with here. Um. So yeah, we shoot Nikon, Steven, and uh, that got started back in 2000 and oh, geez, like 2006. This was back before full frame was even a thing. It was when we started shooting. Um, I actually got a job at Sears. What? Yeah, I got a job at Sears department store so that I could get the employee discount so that I could buy my first DSLR because I wasn't willing to pay Wait, full price. Wait, were you price. working in Sears photo studio? No, not the photo studio. I was in home and garden. Because the other day on the way back from the Purdue wedding, Jen told me um, she worked at Target for a while, and she worked for Target's photo studio in Lafayette. Really? And she told me she had worked um, for a photo studio for like a Target, Sears, Walmart sort of place. Yeah. But I never knew it was when she was like in college studying photography at the time. And so I was kind of blown away. We drove past the Target she used to work at, and I was like, whoa, my wife worked there, man. Yeah, I don't ever quite have the same reaction when uh, I drive past Sears. But You're like, whoa, I worked there, dude. It was well, so cool. Well, I didn't even really work there. used to take there. naps in the back room. I wasn't even there long enough to take naps. I, I was literally there long enough to get my employee discount card, which was two weeks. Nice. And walked up, bought the camera, and put in my two weeks on the same day. So you worked for four weeks? Yeah. You were such an asshole. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I just wanted the camera, and I had no interest in selling lawnmowers. So I just, yeah, that was, I'm a terrible human for that, but. Yes, you are. It got me started. Uh, the only reason I chose Nikon over Canon. Wait, what did you buy Nikon wise? Was it a film camera? No, I. Were you shooting film? I was. I was still. I'm still young enough to have started in digital. Oh my gosh! Am I podcasting with a baby right now? But I'm old enough that Do I. Do I need to change your diaper? I'm old enough that it was one of the first sort of lines of sort of prosumer Nikon DSLRs. Uh, do I have to hold your hand and walk you to the bathroom next time we hang out? Or can you do that on your own now? Steve, you do that anyways, whether <laughs> whether I ask or not. <laughs> I mean, doesn't I'm just a very caring human being, okay? I know, and that's why, that's why I, I have such, be there for you. so much respect buddy. for you. I wouldn't call that respect. 
<laughs> the only reason I uh, I chose Nikon over Canon was because I was a waiter at a restaurant, and the waiter I was working with, his name was David, and he uh, he was studying photography at the local college, and he shot Nikon. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to have him teach me how he's doing these awesome photos he's doing, then um, I'm going to... Describe these awesome photos. Was it like you would, a dog in a park? No, you would actually really like this guy, I think. Like, Wait, was he like... Was he like shooting like super dark and moody? Was it like Godfather? Like it was like here. a type photographer. Find him. No, don't don't look him up. This is a podcast. This is an auditory medium. Auditory medium. Um, People are listening to us, so Dustin. Was, They're not reading us. No, you can't link out to him. I'm not. I'm explaining what he did. He was a literature major in college. Um, oh, with a minor in I'm photography. Interested. So what he would do is these alliterations, and I probably am not using that word correctly. Alliteration? Uh, is that with an A? Alliteration? I'll let you decide. Dustin does dirt. And he would kind of take Dustin scenes from books. drives. And then he would turn them into photographs. That is not alliteration. Alliteration is a sentence where every word in the sentence starts with the same letter. Maybe not every word. You might have a two or an and in there, but how do you not know what alliteration is? Because I'm a photographer, <sighs> which is my excuse for everything. I just want to apologize to everybody who's listening to this podcast right now. I don't know what I was thinking. I got into bed with Dustin and <laughs> that didn't sound bad at all. Also, then I decided to do a podcast with him. <laughs> all of these podcasts are recorded in bed. Wait, you're in your bed right now? We're we're Skyping this one in. Yep. Oh, technically we're Google Hangouting it. Remember when you were like... I'm just hanging out on Google with my bro Dustin. Hanging out. Bro. Bro. Yeah, we, we shoot... Nikon. So this guy convinced you to shoot Nikon. Yes. When you were a baby, um, technically still are a baby. Baby just means younger than me. Um, and you never looked back. You never thought to yourself, maybe I should switch to Sony. Don't you own a Sony A sixty five hundred? Holy crap! What was that? Don't send me anything again. He's talking to you, the viewers, not to send him. No, that was to you, Dustin. You just sent me a message, and for some reason, the message played out through my Zoom. Probably was picked up on the microphone, and it was like, bum, bum. I, thought that was, I thought that was the buzzer, like time to switch topics. It was like inception on my side, because like first I heard it in my headphones, it was like a really lo- like tinny, like sort of like, boom. And then I heard it through the Zoom, and on the Zoom, it was like a foghorn, like an inception. It was like, boom. It was like the kick, you know? Sounds about right. We got, we got to get out of the dream world. We got to get back to the real world. Dustin, mm. you have to wake up. This is all a dream. I know. You shoot on Canon. You don't shoot on Nikon. We actually thought about switching to Canon last year. Um, 
we were because your coolest friend in the whole world shoots on Canon. <laughs> Dustin, that's too kind. You shouldn't say that about me. No, we were just kind of um, unhappy with where Nikon was with things when they re- when they dropped the D seven hundred. We were just head over heels for that body. Um, but then we got the D four. Loved that. And then we were kind of looking for more of a little bit of a video upgrade, so to speak, because we were doing both. And I just felt like in the video arena, Nikon really just wasn't picking up the slack. Where uh, Dude, Canon has not been picking up the slack in a long time. I mean, what do you have to get, like a 1DX if you want to shoot 4K? Like, Canon started out when they, you know, pr- premiered the first ever DSLR that shot videos. Like, here's this 5D Mark II, and it shoots 1080p. And now it's like, oh, we just came out with the 1DX, like, a, what was it, like a year ago? And it shoots 4K. It's our first ever camera. And, like, the 5D Mark IV that just came out, uh, okay, I guess that shoots 4K. But, like, uh, I just feel like Canon's so far behind right now when it comes to video stuff. Well, in their defense, though, the DSLR market isn't intended. I mean, a lot of people use it for video as, like, a secondary thing. But... I'm staring death eyes at Dustin right now. But uh, I think if they had to choose, they'd have you buy their cinema series, such as their C200 that they just dropped like a couple months ago. Dustin still isn't dead. I don't know what's wrong with my death eyes. So, but... Yes, I agree with you. Nikon hasn't dropped a 4K camera at all until this year, and it's not even full frame. So... Apparently, they're dropping a 4K camera. Um, apparently, I've heard it was in a month or two. We'll see what happens. But Yeah. Um, remember when I was like, we need to keep this one short, like under 30 minutes, and then I just looked at how long we've been recording, and it's like f- almost 50 minutes now, Dustin. Yeah. Wrap it up, buddy. Wrap up your thoughts on Nikon and Canon. Come on. Why are you switching to Sony? Quick, go. I don't know that we're switching to Sony, but we have been kicking around the idea. I think I might want to bring on, if you're up for it, someone to interview who has made the switch completely to Sony uh, for photo and see what their thoughts are on it, the pros and cons, and uh, kind of take it from there. Dustin, it has been great talking with you today. Uh, We talked about so many great things. Um, Dustin, could you name those great things for us real quick? Um, so many great things. I don't know what Steve's going to cut out of this podcast, so I'll try to keep it brief as to what I think might stay in. But we talked a little bit about Sony versus Nikon versus Canon. Scratch that. No, we really didn't talk much about that. Thunderdome. It was the Thunderdome of camera products. Sony versus Nikon versus Canon. It was a bloodbath. We talked a little bit about drinking alcohol. Who won that bloodbath? Drinking alcohol at a wedding, pros and cons. It was Sony versus Nikon versus Canon versus alcohol. <laughs> Who do you guys think won? We it was the alcohol. We started talking about Kickstarter. Uh, we might have to finish that conversation another night. Um, I'd love it if you guys could drop. Uh, no, we can talk about your coolest cooler more if you want. I'm game for talking about that more on the podcast and how you blew all of your money on that. I'd love it if you guys had some cool, see how I segued that, cool Kickstarter things that you guys Ooh, have backed. Yeah. Um, I know my wife just backed one 
uh, last week, and I think wait, 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 your wife's backing stuff on Kickstarter. Well, now? I backed it. What have you I done to her for her for her birthday? Oh, okay, that's what I thought. So I'll be screwed if she never gets it. I mean, you're gonna get screwed. You know that, right? But I talked Steve's wife into hopefully in the good way. What's that? I talked Steve's wife into buying it too. So no, you did not. Yep. No. No. Yep. What was it? Uh, it's a pair of shoes for females. You absolutely did not. No, she would never do that. And uh, they're supposed to be the most comfortable shoes ever. We'll drop the link in the... Uh, My Aldos and your moon shoes already exist. How could there be more comfortable shoes than your moon these shoes? These are high heels designed for women that also have like all these how could there be more comfortable <laughs> shoes than your moon shoe high seals do you check out the instagram today huh? Huh? i did not i did not oh well there might be a picture of your foot <laughs> no i'm just joking there's not a picture of your foot there's a picture of your ranch steak <laughs> <laughs> oh steven you are just the sweetest but as I was saying, oh Dustin, I try to be sweet. If you guys, That's why they call me Sweet Steve? You guys have any? That's right. Call back to episode one, Sweet Steve here on the microphone. If you guys have any Kickstarter, Dirty Dustin, DJ Mac Attack, D Mac Attack. Damn it! I'm ruining all of my best bits. You guys have any Kickstarter things you guys have backed and hopefully gotten? Um, feel free to drop those in our Facebook page. Love to take a look at those. And uh, talk a little about that. I would actually love to take a look at all the Kickstarters you've backed and haven't gotten. I feel like that's more realistic and probably something more worth talking about. Or you can do that. Um, what else did we talk about? We talked about a little bit about Nikon versus Canon, even though we didn't really get into the debate of the two. We'll save that for... There's no debate. Um you can shoot Nikon if you like shooting 60 frames per second, like you had me do when we were in Sierra Leone. Um, and you can shoot Canon if you just want to shoot like 24 or 30 frames per second. And uh, I, I shouldn't say that. I I don't have a 5D Mark IV yet that shoots 4K. I'm sure it shoots uh, some sort of slow motion shit as well, right? But being that the majority but, of oh. people that are listening to this are photographers... They don't really know what any of that means, probably. Um, good video, good. Uh, bad video, bad. So, um, Canon is um, used to be good video, good. Now they're bad video, bad. Does <laughs> that sum it up? Pretty. Nikon, good video, good. Uh, used to be bad video, bad. Sony, good video, good. Ever since it started doing video, are we good? Yep, that's pretty much it. Where can uh, people go to find out more about this podcast, Steve? Where can people go to find out more about this podcast? Dustin, I thought you would never ask. This is the Wedding Photo Hangover, your one-stop cure-all for your next day hangover after your wedding. Shoot. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I had a whole thing. It was worked out. It was beautiful. and I screwed it up. You can find The Wedding Photo Hangover on Facebook at www... Oh, shit. Uh, Dustin, do they just search for Wedding Photo Hangover on Facebook? That's probably... You can find The Wedding Photo Hangover on Facebook. Just search for us. We're there. If you can't find us, search for DJ DMAC Attack and Sweet Steve. That'll bring you to us. Um, if you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Wedding Photo Hangover. That's right. 
Our Instagram username is the name of the podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, though, you are shit out of luck. You cannot have something over 15 characters on Twitter. So we are, unfortunately, Wed Pick Hangover. I know. So terrible, terrible name. It's all we could get, though. It is all we could get. Um, you can also find us on, uh, wait, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're basically done. That's it, right? Oh, you can find Dustin at on Instagram at, at DJDMacAttack. That's your Instagram handle, right, Dustin? Yeah. No. But, but and now, you can find but me now I'm looking it up to see Sw- if Steve started a DJ Mac attack. You can find Dustin on Instagram at Dustin underscore wait for it McKibben. That's right. Dustin underscore wait for it McKibben. Type all of that in. <laughs> I'm sure you will find him and not something else. And you can find me. Sweet Steve, coming to you live through your podcast machine. Where at? <laughs> at at Stephen Van Elk. You can find me there on Instagram and on Twitter. That's right. Look me up, gentlemen and ladies. All right, guys. It's been fun. We will check in on you next week, give you some little words of wisdom, some things for you to... Listen to while you're calling yesterday's wedding, if you're productive like me. Calling or calling? Hello? I'm calling through time. Is this yesterday's wedding? I should have shot better. Click. Yep. Wow, that was a really terrible phone call. Why would you say that to yourself, Dustin? I don't know, Steve. Why Why would I? Because you're not as good as me? Oh, shit. I know, Steve. That's why I learn from you every week we do this. I feel like I learned a lot from you when I shot with you. This is an enriching experience. We can talk about it in a future episode. Anyway, uh, we hope you enjoy listening to this podcast while you cull your wedding photos and you think about sending them out to somebody else to edit them because that part of the day sucks. You want to... Which is why I own a wedding... <laughs> editing, no. I'm not... I, Jen and I own an editing company that we, we do edits for other photographers. We're not going to pitch that here, though. Uh, maybe in a later episode. Dustin. Steven. Have fun floating tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to be floating so hard on the Indianapolis Canal. And you're going to be jealous. I'm going to be jealous because, because I'm going to be I'm so I'm going to be celebrating my wife's birthday. <laughs> and it's going to be good. We're going <laughs> to have a good lunch and go swimming. Well, tell your wife that I say... I wish her the happiest of birthdays. Oh, I will. Tell Jen hi. Which is something I didn't say to you on your birthday. That's because you're a heartless bastard. That's that's correct. Oh. I will tell my wife you say All hi. All right. Good night, guys. Dustin, it has been great. Have a great night.